We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A mild Saturday here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. And it's one of those days where I feel like I should be doing more outside chore-wise. But you get into this time of year, and well, there, there, there's no gardening, there's no lawn work to do. So what was I out there doing? Trying to scrape the snow and ice off the driveway. And over the years, I, I've become a fan of the lightweight plastic shovels. But here's the problem. You can't scrape down to the pavement with those very well. They're good for pushing an inch or two of snow away. Um, I have a snow thrower that I've had for 25 years. Uh, The old Cub Cadet still runs like a charm. Take a lot of pride in that thing. Um, A a tip about small engines. And I've done this since the day I bought that. Is change the oil every year and... I always use fuel with stable in it. And at the end of the season, in the spring, when I'm sure that we're not going to get any more snow, usually May 1, (laughs) I, I run it out of fuel. And I always make sure when I do have fuel in it that that I have a fuel stabilizer like stable in it. And that machine is 25 years old and it still starts on the first pull. Even after sitting in the shed. Pulled it out of the shed this fall. Put new fuel in it. Primed it. And it cranked right over. Other than that, I'm sure I've changed a spark plug now and then. I I wouldn't say I've changed a spark plug annually. I've done it maybe four or five times. And, and snow throwers are funny because you can go weeks and weeks without using a snow thrower, even in these parts. And to, to me, the fuel, the carburetor, etc., are are the issue with, with those machines. And if you're handy, uh, you, you grease some of the fittings every now and then uh, around the snow thrower, etc., uh, or or you can take it in for a tune-up. But but for me, all the outdoor power equipment, I have a lawnmower that's as old as my oldest daughter, an old snapper. I bought brand new when we were living in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, it was more than I wanted to spend on a lawnmower at that time, 
because it was the old had a hard time rubbing two nickels together point in my life. But but I spent money and bought a good one, a snapper from a local dealer in Sioux Falls. And the same approach. Now that doesn't start as easily, but it still runs and it's 30 years old. And and to me, it, it's all about just the simple maintenance on that outdoor power equipment. Um, keep good fuel in it. Run the fuel out at the end of the season. Uh, and if it sits for a time, make sure you have a fuel stabilizer in there. One more so you're using them regularly. It's like, like the old John Deere tractor I had. That thing's got to be 15 years old. Um, I, I did have to put a new transmission in that, but it's dragging my big fat body around the yard, so I can't blame the transmission for going out. But the motor still runs pretty good. So just a thought on the outdoor power equipment. Haven't even really had to use the snow thrower this year. Uh, have had pretty much used the shovel uh, for the most part this season. And and that is regret, back to the plastic snow shovel, that it, it just doesn't get right down to the pavement. But I, but I don't like the weight anymore of, of the good old steel shovel that really allows you to get down to the pavement and get up the junk. So that that's what I was doing earlier today. While I was out attempting to get the get the ice and the, the compacted snow off the driveway, I was thinking about that gigantic budget surplus. And it was certainly a, a gigantic story uh, earlier in the week. Uh, we're, we're talking somewhere in the neighborhood between 17 and 18 billion dollars uh, available. Uh, for state lawmakers, and what are they going to do to divvy that up? Now, now remember, it, it's a forecast, and you need to take that forecast with a grain of salt. Th- these are projections. It, it's not like the state of Minnesota is staring at a pile of $18 billion, and what are we going to do with it? But what I wanted to throw out, and I have some ideas, but I'd love to get some ideas from you on how would you spend it. Because ultimately, as the citizens of the state of Minnesota, uh, we we do have some influence over our state legislators. I, I've talked to our state, my state lawmaker, state senator, state representative in the past when I've had an opinion about something, and it does carry weight. If you do talk to a state senator or a state representative, they will say feedback from their constituents does have an impact. Um. Does it have all the sway? Do lobbyists have too much sway at the state or federal level? Sure. There's no question they do. But uh, input from constituents has an impact. And in this case, that's an awful lot of money. And it's a great opportunity to get in on the city's one plumbing talk and text line. What would you do with all that money? What should we do? With all that money. You, you could start at the top and say, oh, it's easy, just cut taxes. Well, okay. But but you cut taxes, and then there's a downturn or a change, and then all of a sudden you're running deficits. So while the idea of cutting taxes across the board is uh, appealing in this circumstance, um, you could go that route. I'm not, certainly not telling you what to do. 
But I, I think there should be a combo platter in in this with this type of surplus. Number one, the taxpayers deserve money in return. And the the cleanest way to do that without a big change in the tax code that could cause problems down the road is to do a rebate and send checks back to the citizens of the state of Minnesota. And this is where my idea differs a little bit. Because when you're talking about a surplus of this amount, there's a lot of talk. Well, we're only going to send it to people who are making under this amount. We're only going to send it back to people that, you know, reach this income criteria. I'm not so sure that's that's fair. Because we've all contributed to the surplus. I, I would think it would only be fair if we all get some sort of rebate. We'll see how that plays out. But there is one thing I believe strongly, and a host of afternoons, Jason Derosha, uh has talked about this. I've talked about it for a long time as well, and that is I believe we're in a position as a state, as a society as a whole, to have school lunch available to everyone K through 12. That, that, that is something we can afford. And it's been proven over and over that uh, kids who are fed learn better, perform better in school. And that children should not go hungry. And the bad decisions, bad choices of the parents should, in all circumstances, particularly when it comes to eating at school, the, the kids shouldn't be punished for that. And, and that is one thing I would like to see is locked in in perpetuity that the state of Minnesota, for all those kids in public school, K through 12, they have lunch. No, 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 need, no, no need to pay the lunch lady. You can eat breakfast. You can eat lunch. You show up at school. You can eat. I think that is is a reasonable expenditure. Now, what is what is the dollar amount? A couple hundred million dollars, based on what I've read. And over time, that will grow. And if it is a well-managed program, and I know there are people nervous that the state, you know, or, or the federal government don't manage anything well. But in this circumstance, uh, it is a program that, in all possible circumstances, nutritious meals, locally sourced meals, so not only are we spending money to feed kids in the public schools here in the state of Minnesota, K through 12, we're also sourcing that food in as many circumstances as possible from local farmers and producers. So that's my idea. Beyond a rebate, big fan of it. Send out the rebate checks. Get, get, get the taxpayers some money back. And then let, let, let's do something nice. Sure, I'd like to see more money pumped into the roads and bridges, roads that I use, bridges that I use, that we all use, infrastructure programs, etc. But if I had to pick one thing that I'd like to see, it would be school lunch for all. You show up at school K through 12, I'm going to buy you breakfast, I'm going to buy you lunch. What's your thought? 651 461 
It is the city's one plumbing talk and text line. How do we spend that surplus? We'd love to hear from you on this Saturday afternoon. Here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What to do with all that money? That state budget surplus, $17, $18 billion. You get to that kind of money, who's counting? Give it back? Rebates, tax cuts, should we pour it into the schools? Should uh, we we pour a portion of it into infrastructure? Not just roads and bridges, but other projects, things you can't see. Aging infrastructure, water systems, uh, broadband internet statewide. I mean, there's a list of projects, and and everybody has their wish list. Uh, Sure, I'd like to see a rebate check. I don't think there's any doubt about it. As a taxpayer here in the state of Minnesota, my wife and I, we, we work. Our our, our, our daughters uh, work. Um, I'm thrilled they're productive members of society. Sure, we'd love to see rebate checks. Uh, what do you think? Uh, from our City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226, some interesting ideas. Um one, stop taxing Social Security. Uh, the the state uh, taxes Social Security benefits, um, and, and we do see uh, a, a number of texts on that front. Uh, one text, right to the point. Eliminate the Social Security tax, period. Another text. I'd like to see the surplus spent as follows. A third bag to the taxpayers. They didn't specify, is that in the form of tax cuts? Or is that in the form of a rebate? A third to infrastructure, a third to schools for mental health and helping students with planning their future. Okay? Uh, another one. Add to the rainy day fund. I know the state has a lot in the rainy day fund. I can't speak to the exact amount, but they have been building that up. And that is if there is a severe economic downturn, some sort of other catastrophe, uh, the state has the wherewithal. So, you know, putting money in the bank, 
when times are good, certainly a good idea at home, at the state level. Don't think the federal government does things that way, but that's another topic. Uh, Maybe more community gardens. Uh, Here's a statement I agree with, and and this is a follow-up to another text. No No kid should ever be hungry. Yes, free school lunch. Infrastructure, uh, family leave, most people would love to see that funded. And this gets gets back to uh, a, a text that, that was sent, and it says free school lunches. Why should taxpayers pay this? Isn't food a responsibility of parents? I will answer the last one. Yes, it is. Food is a responsibility of the parents. But, as I said before the break, if parents make bad decisions, if parents make poor choices, and this kid still shows up at school, I'm willing to buy that kid breakfast or lunch. Tax me more. Tax me more. I don't want to be in a situation where some poor kid comes from a home where there's no food, in the fridge or on the shelves, and they show up at school hungry. The overwhelming evidence is hungry kids don't learn. If we can put some food in their belly and they can find some success and comfort at school, I am all in favor of it. It it, it seems like a wise investment. I don't want to punish the children for poor decisions of their parents. And if that means buying a breakfast and lunch at school, I am all in favor of it. But I will say it is responsibility of the parents, but we all know that there's a lot of irresponsible uh, among us. Uh, I agree with school lunches, but would also like to add school supplies. I'm really tired of seeing teachers spending their own money to make sure uh, the kids have supplies. Yeah. We're the wealthiest country in the history of the world. And I'm not saying you can give free everything to everyone. But I think the one thing we can do is make sure the kids have what they need to do their job at school. And one of those things is food and the other is supplies. I couldn't agree more. How do you manage that? How do you make sure that it's not taken advantage of? I don't know. But I think we can afford it. Um, from our text line, Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line, nursing home, nursing home, nursing homes. So residents get the care they need late in life. Um, K through 12 meals, great idea. I'm on board. How about money for services for our vets? Homelessness, mental health issues, additional struggles. Like to see that. And while I agree, I think our care for the veterans starts at the federal level. And I would say our government should do more for the men and women who served in our military. We don't do enough. We should do more. There, there was a big military budget passed, somewhere between eight and $900 billion dollars. And the idea that there's a disabled vet or a vet suffering from mental health issues 
and they have a hard time getting their care need, it's embarrassing. And, and we should do more for our vets. There's, there's no question. And, and I know there's a limit to what we can do, but caring for kids and vets should be at the top of everyone's list. I don't think there can be any arguing uh, about that. Uh, a lot of great comments on that. You can keep those coming in, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll jump back there for sure. We're going to have an update on the weather. But uh, that's a lot of money, and and I think it's important that we just don't, four days ago, uh, there, there's a big, and the legislature is going to come in session, and they'll fight over how to spend the money. It really is about what the citizens think, about what you and I think on how that money should be spent and distributed. And like I say, tax cuts or rebate checks, yes. Some of that money needs to come back. But we can also do some good with it. And I think there's some excellent ideas on how we can do some good and right some wrongs here in the state of Minnesota with that money as well. 3.31, 29 minutes now in front of 4 o'clock here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. So cloudy, quiet, mild weekend. We had kind of some mixed precipitation move through the cities earlier in the day. It was snowing for a while. That's gone right now. Cloudy, quiet. Looks like we'll see another quiet day tomorrow and again on Monday. Then things change in the upper Midwest. We're pleased to be joined by Paige Martin, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service here in the Twin Cities. Paige, good to visit with you. Yeah, nice to talk to you as well. Yeah, thanks for the time today. This looks like a big storm moving into the upper Midwest, and uh, some of us in the parts of the region are going to see a lot of snow. Some are just going to see rain. Um, so, yeah, th- th- this is a major winter storm, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the thing that's impressive with this one is the amount of moisture that will be present. Um, models are fluctuating a little bit on how much liquid equivalent there will be, but it's looking around an inch, maybe a little bit below um, for the Twin Cities area. And that doesn't sound like a lot if you're looking at it in terms of snow, but when you're looking at an inch of liquid precipitation, that for December, that's a decent amount. The average is 1.17 for the entire month of December. So um, seeing as we could see 0.9 um, inches of liquid equivalent could be a decent amount of liquid and that that could translate into a whole lot of snow depending on how yeah. cold it is but there are parts of the region that are really staring at at a lot of snow parts of the dakotas north dakota central south dakota based on what we know right now could see a couple of feet of snow with this yeah up in the dakotas they're certainly their own beast of snow forecast for this week um for for our area or for the cities, it's not looking like we'll see a significant amount of snow. The further north you are, the more likely are you'll see a couple inches of snow. Um, but as you mentioned, that transition from snow to rain and then back to snow um, could really dampen the amounts. But that being said, the amount of snow that does fall will likely be wet and heavy snow. Um, and then you mentioned the winds. Uh, the winds are expected to also be extremely high on Tuesday and Wednesday. We're talking 20 to 30 mile per hour winds sustained and then potentially gusting even higher than that in the 30 to 40 mile per hour range. So Tuesday and Wednesday will not be pleasant days to be outside, be it snow, rain, or anything in between. Um, 
Yeah. The the, the good news is it it won't be bitterly cold. So once again, here in the Twin Cities at the moment, Paige, it looks like rain for the most part, correct? Yeah. It looks like it'll start out as some wet snow um, late or Tuesday, and then it'll transition to mostly rain Tuesday um, night into early Wednesday. And then we'll get some wraparound snow That'll be later on the back end on Wednesday. Uh, it'll just, the current unknowns are when that transition period will be, and then depending on when that is, how much accumulation will occur either on the front or the back end. So I'm sure many people are wondering if the snow will completely melt based on how much rain we get, because um, I know we're nearing uh, the holidays, and I know many people like white Christmases, but um, hopefully the rain doesn't wash that all away. Yeah. Uh, so it's still a little too early to tell. Is it one of those, because with a lot of storms like this, it all depends on the track. Um, is that still the case with this one where, you know, it, it could track a little bit further south and we could see more snow in the cities or track a little bit further north and, you know, we may not get any actual snow here in the Twin Cities? Yes, that is exactly right. Depending on where that track goes, it's currently forecast to go just south of us. Um, centered across Iowa. Um, if it moves any further bit north, we'll likely see majority rain. If it moves further south, we'll likely see more snow. Um, if it stays right where it is, forecast at the moment, we'll see, we'll, we will see some snow, um, but we'll right. also see rain um, and a transition period in between. All right. Uh, very good, and that'll come into clearer focus uh, in the next 48 hours or snow. And one other thing that stood out, Paige, uh, by the way, Paige Martin from the National Weather Service joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this afternoon, is the length of the event that, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll start to see effects potentially, you know, Tuesday morning, and this thing could last until Thursday. Yeah, that's something that we've certainly noticed on our end too it could go all the way from late monday night into as as long as late or early sorry early friday um oh wow the strongest impacts obviously will be centered somewhere in that time frame but if we're talking about any sort of precipitation falling from the sky it could occur anywhere in that time frame so with the current unknowns i'd just say that um focus more on the impacts than amounts and things such as that um because any sort of rain in December is going to be cold and has the potential to freeze overnight. So regardless of amounts, knowing that and if it's heavy snow, physical exertion in terms of shoveling, there's a lot of things to keep in mind with the system. Yeah, and one other item before we let you go, and we do appreciate the time, is by the time it moves out, uh, it's still early, but next Friday, partly sunny and a high near 29. Typically, we see bitter cold follow a big storm in, but it doesn't look like that's the case here as well. Yeah, so at least immediately following, but I believe uh, uh, in the extended period we're looking for some cold to follow. But, yeah, it doesn't look to drop off too far, which, at least for me, I'm certainly okay with. I don't need the yeah. zeros to come any anytime soon because we know we'll get them it's just a matter of when yeah for sure well Paige, good to visit with you thanks so much for the time today yes thank you as well have a good day yeah
Paige Martin joining us from the National Weather Service, based here in Chanhassen and uh, serving the greater Twin Cities area and beyond, 35 degrees. And once again, uh, looks like uh, rain will be the big thing here in the cities, but points north and west. And I saw one of the maps um, talking about some of the snow impact, that, that there were some forecasted totals for central North Dakota, central South Dakota, uh, we're, we're talking another two feet. They had that big storm impact Bismarck uh, this fall where, where they got about two feet of snow. So a ton of snow uh, for the central uh, Dakotas as part of this. It is 344, and a big thanks to Jonathan Lowe, our producer, for reaching out to the Weather Service here in the Twin Cities. Of course, Mark Fry in our newsroom on this Saturday afternoon. We'll circle back around to the topic we started the hour with because uh, we have had a number of attacks, and there's still time to send one to the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line at 651-461-9226. And that's simply this. Uh, we learned this week about a gigantic state budget surplus, somewhere between 17 and $18 billion. Now, you've got to believe that there's going to be some sort of rebate, some sort of tax cut and all of that. There are some that would like to spend it all. There are others that would like to return it all. Now, it'll happen somewhere in between. There will be some spending. There will be... Uh, some return of that money to the taxpayers. And that that seems reasonable to me. What would you like to see? Uh, one of the more popular responses on the city's one plumbing talk and text line, uh, getting rid of that tax on Social Security benefits seems reasonable. Uh, doing more for our schools. I'm a big fan of school lunch. I want those kids... To show up at school if they're hungry, I want them to get a meal. I want them to get a good lunch. I'm a big believer in the fact that kids will learn. I know it's a parent's responsibility. I know that. the, The people that have texted that in and my idea about school lunch, I get it. But that's not reality. There are parents out there that have made bad decisions. They've made bad choices. Flat out irresponsible. And don't don't have the wherewithal to feed their children. But I think when the kid shows up at school, and if they're willing to learn, we should feed those kids. And make it easy. Feed everybody. Leave, leave the lunch money out of it. School lunch, part of the deal. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Once again, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. We'll talk more about that. We have all the news at 4. Steve Carney will take us outdoors. Uh, the bite is good. The, the people that have been out in the ice fishing, it's been really good. Steve Carney sent photos. He hauled a lunker out of the ice up in northern Minnesota. Uh, we will get into that. Jess Myers will join us. Golden Gopher men's hockey won more before the holiday break against Wisconsin. Minnesota routed the Badgers at 3M Arena at Mariucci. That is all coming up in the next hour here on News Talk. E3O-WCCO. Producer Jonathan Lowe, Steve Thompson in on this Saturday. Uh, it's been a theme all hour. We did take an extended break to talk about weather. A big bad storm moving in. Looks like a lot of rain for the Twin Cities. 
maybe some snow, but points north and west. A lot of snow with the system moving in. And it'll start to impact the area as soon as Monday night and may linger into Thursday night, even into Friday in parts of the region. So this will be quite a storm coming in. Looks like a lot of rain so far. But an inch of moisture could be in our future. And that brings up a great text. And I'm, I'm glad we got this text in addition to what to do with all that money. So there's, there's money and weather. <laughs> but uh, to the weather a moment, and this is great. With the potential of rain in the forecast, would it be possible for you to remind people to try and remove the snow from their storm drains so all the water can drain and not pool and freeze in the streets? If you can do it safely, great idea. I was out scraping down my driveway. What I should have done is gone out into the street. Maybe I'll do this tomorrow. Uh, maybe at the half of the Vikings and the Lions from Ford Field. But but it is a really good idea. Uh, because when you, when you get the snow and ice, and it's it's happened over the years. Uh, we want to make sure that that uh, water has somewhere to go and doesn't refreeze in the street. So a uh, good idea if you can do it safely. Uh, maybe, maybe clearing out those storm drains uh, in your neighborhood would be very helpful. Uh, back to the state budget surplus. Uh, there, there's talk about tax cuts, rebate checks, spending money on schools. The governor talked about um, fully funding the schools and programs. I, I say something as simple school lunch, free public school lunch, K through 12. No questions asked. Don't care if your family doesn't have any money or has a lot of money. Uh, you, you don't have to worry. Uh, breakfast, lunch, at school. Uh, ideally, we would make it uh, as much locally grown uh, produce and meat uh, as possible. If there's a way to do it, a way to manage it. That, that would make it even better. I'd be a big fan of that. Uh, but, but there have been other good ideas about eliminating the tax on Social Security benefits. Seems reasonable to me. I'm edging uh, ever closer <laughs> to receiving Social Security benefits. So I guess, you know, at some point I'm going to be on board big time uh, with that. But it, it does impact. Here's another one that came up during the break. And I want to bring this up while we have time. Money toward the adult disability community, day programs, and specifically programs geared toward high needs and high behavior adults. Uh, the uh, disability uh, community is in shambles. Um, text goes on to say, I've resigned my job because of the staffing crisis and lack of programming for adults with disabilities. I have a a daughter, my youngest daughter is disabled. She was paralyzed as as a kid. Uh, Was able to go on, get her undergrad, just completed her master's degree. She has a full-time job. But getting benefits uh, for people she knows in the disability community, people in the disability community, community I'm very familiar with, it is difficult, and we can do better for those disabled. Uh, it, it was like um, 
the the text earlier in the hour about vets. I, I think that's a federal thing, the federal government, the armed services, um, but but taking care of our vets, disabled vets, the needs of veterans, mental health care, etc. We can do better. Um, with with vets and disabled children and adults in our society, for sure. All good ideas. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the legislature and ultimately uh, the governor signs off on uh, this year. But that's a whole lot of money. And once again, at the top, don't get me wrong, I think some of that should be returned to the taxpayers. There's, there's no question about that. Um, so it isn't going to be easy. Uh, when you don't have money, uh, it's one thing. But when you do have money and how to spread it around, uh, that, that is another so, so we'll see what they come up with. But uh, some very good ideas. Thanks for your input uh, here on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Coming up, all the news, all the weather. We'll go outdoors with our good friend Steve Carney. College Hockey, Jess Myers, the rink live at about 4.15 here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.